All right, welcome to the VC Podcast. This is num- episode number 52, our podcast anniversary. I'm joined today by Scott and Jacob, and I am Andrew, your host for today. Guys, how are y'all doing today? Good. Doing good. After a rainy morning, the sun's come out, so it's beautiful. Yes, enjoying the springtime and warmer weather, even when it has been a little rainy at times. That's right. All right. Well, this is our one-year anniversary of the VC podcast, and so we will have um, some uh, things along those lines as we go through our time together this morning. Uh, kind of a um, something a little different for you as we get towards the end. But as always, we're going to start out by looking back at last Sunday, looking ahead to the week to come, announcements that are coming up, and then have a little bit of discussion towards the end. And so let's kind of jump right into it this morning. As we look back at this past Sunday, our message was on how faith is evidenced from love as we experience, show, and then have confidence in the love of God. We were looking at 1 John chapter 4, verses 7 through 21 in particular. And so as we look at our discussion questions this week, let's just talk about this one for a minute here. How can you show the love of God to those around you this week? And then what is our love for one another, or maybe our lack thereof, say to others about the love of God? I think the first part of that, Andrew, really, I mean, that can be so wide open of how we can show that love to others, because it's, it's partly going to depend on what others we meet this week and, and based upon their needs, because, you know, there may be some that we show love by just praying for them and others we might need to fix some food. Others we give a helping hand. I, I mean, I think that is really just wide open. And I think it's finding the people or the people that you come in contact with. And as you love them, uh, it's, it's depending upon that need, because, again, even we talk about showing even kind of pushes us even to next week. Sometimes that showing that love is forgiving them. We run into somebody we've, we've had that grudge against. And so again, it can be so wide open of how we show that love to one another. And if I'm asking, answering the second part of that, I think from the message, what becomes very clear is this. Um, we can't, we cannot say that we love God if we don't love others. And so if we don't love others, right. Uh, it's just, you know, expressing what our love for God is really like. Yeah, absolutely. Jacob, any any thoughts there? No, I think Scott covered it. He covered everything I was going to touch on. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I would. Yeah, Sorry about I would just... that, Jacob. I, I should have took a, took a breath and let you spoke. <laughs> That's okay. You you were on a roll. I wasn't going to cut you off. <laughs> yeah, I would agree with all that as well. I'm kind of one of the things we looked at just as we walked through that passage on Sunday is we know God's love for us because He abides in us and He draws near to us and then stays with us. And right. so sometimes our, our love for those around us can just be us continuing to show up for people. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to always be a big grand gesture. Like you yeah. said, Scott, it's what, is, what are the needs of those around us? And then how can we be there for them and help meet those needs, putting others before, before ourselves? And so, yeah, showing that love that God has shown to us through Christ is really important that people see that our message of who Christ is and what he's done for us, that it matches up with the way that we walk and the way we love each other. Yeah. With what you said, Andrew, it could be almost that reminder of, you know, if we realize that Christ abides in us, it's almost asking the question if Jesus was standing beside me today, how would I treat this person that's in front of me? Mm -hmm. All right. Yeah. And uh, that might change if we, if he was there, well, 
he is there. And so we ought to act every day as if Jesus is standing beside us. And how would I treat this person if Jesus was here? Because if yeah. you're a believer, he absolutely is here. So that's a, that's a good point you make there about abiding in us. Yeah. Yeah. That's definitely an encouragement when he's there with us mm-hmm. and he always is. So let's kind of look ahead then to this coming week. This is week four of our faith is series. And we're looking this week at faith is forgiveness and kind of looking at Matthew chapter 18. Is that right? That is correct. Absolutely. Yeah. And just looking ahead, you know, first of all, we know this, that um, it is God's love that extended to us forgiveness. So that's obviously where it starts, but it's kind of similar to last week. It's going to take that a step further that truly, if we are a people of faith, because God has forgiven us, then we should forgive others. And so it's going to be a great challenge. You know, I I told the folks at our prayer meeting and both of those that this week I'm preaching number one to me because uh, I know forgiveness is something I struggle with occasionally. And so um, they don't need to be offended if they hear me preach this week because I'm not really preaching to them. I'm I'm preaching to me, uh, but uh, ultimately it's God's word to us all. Yeah, absolutely. We are looking forward to that and looking forward to worshiping together this Sunday morning at 9 and 10.30 at Springfield Road and 10.30 at South Wilson. And then, of course, all of those are available as opportunities for you to join us online as well. And so we hope you're making plans to join us for worship this Sunday. So we look ahead to kind of some other things coming up over the next few weeks then. We're moving very quickly towards towards Easter. And so that brings up um, some opportunities for ministry and to get involved there. One of those things that's coming up over the next few weeks is our Easter family packs, which Crystal has been working hard to get put together for our BCBC kids and families. Um, You can pick up those family packs this Sunday at each campus. You get one pack for family and it includes treats and activities for the whole crew. If you need delivery, you can contact Crystal at bcbc.org, but those will be um, exciting, I think, for you and your family to, to go through. And so you can pick those up where you check in your kids at Springfield Road and then at the kids area there at South Wilson as well. But then let Crystal know by email if you need a delivery with one of those. Moving on from that, then we will come up pretty quickly to, to Good Friday and Easter Sunday. And so let's just talk a little bit about how that's going to look those those two days. Good Friday, a little bit different this year, right? That's right. Yeah, two services this year. You know, one uh, during the day. Uh, we're doing the one at South Wilson at noon. Uh, it's, it's 12 o'clock on Friday. And then we're doing the the, number, the one here on Springfield Road Campus at 630. And so that's going to be exciting to give people two opportunities to be a part of the Good Friday service. And it'll be the same. So whichever one you attend, you know, you don't, don't think you're getting cheated. And so it's going to be the same service. That's right. Yeah. Looking forward to, to that on Good Friday. And then then from there to Easter Sunday, April the 4th, uh, we're going to have in-person worship services and live streams at our regular times at both campuses, Springfield Road at 9 and 1030 and South Wilson at 1030. And then in addition to that, we have an outdoor service at Springfield Road at 730. And so lots of opportunities there for you to join us as we celebrate Easter together, celebrate the resurrection of Christ. We're looking forward to that. Hope that you are as well. Be praying for, for those services and for that day as we, as we gather together to celebrate what Christ has done. 
that along with Easter comes another um, opportunity for us to kind of look outward to the mission that Christ has called us to, though. And one of the ways we do that is the Annie Armstrong Easter offering. Uh, Our church goal for that this year is $5,000. What the Annie Armstrong Easter offering does is 100% of that offering goes to support really thousands of missionaries who are working here in North America in church planning, um, compassion ministries, um, and serving in just a variety of ways across North America. And so as we think about that, no matter the size of the gift that the Lord calls us to give, I was looking through some of the ways on their website they share, the AnnieArmstrong.com, if you want to go there and look, ways that they use those gifts. Something is you know, $5, you say, well, that's all I can give right now. Does that really make a difference? And the answer is absolutely yes. It could provide, as the example they give, a bus fare for a missionary who's traveling around their community to share the gospel and needs to get to a different side of town or $25 a meal with an unreached person. And so even going up from there, just as you go, I mean, a lot of our church plants are needing to rent facilities to use for worship to gather, to be able to meet together. And so renting a facility like that is a cost that comes to, comes their way as well. And so we want to give to support those missionaries and the work they're doing. And so I encourage you to go to AnnieArmstrong.com and get more information on what the North American Mission Board does. Then you can go to bcbc.org and give to that as well. So kind of with that in mind, uh, that kind of concludes our announcements and things that we have coming up that we wanted to focus on this morning as far as the church goes. And so kind of as I was thinking through that, though, um, maybe a little bit of a question related to that is besides anywhere in Kentucky, because obviously that would be the answer to this, but besides anywhere in Kentucky, what's your favorite North American city to visit? And then kind of second part, your favorite just North American destination overall. Favorite city? Well, I'm not a big traveler, but I guess my family has traveled the most to like Sevierville and Gatlinburg. You know, of course, that's maybe overdone these days, I know. So, um, but I'm just kind of an old feller. So, but uh, I like those. But <laughs> if I'm going North America, you know, I had a chance uh, a couple of years ago to take a vacation and go out west. And the Grand Tetons is a beautiful place. There's a mm-hmm. place there called uh, Jenny Lake, which is awesome. It's a beautiful lake. But there's a hike behind that you go and, and just some of the most beautiful scenery I've ever seen. You know, I took a few pictures on that and they could be hanging on my wall at home. They were so beautiful. And um, so I would say, you know, right now for me, that that area, the Grand Tetons would be a place in North America. That would be one of my favorite places. Yeah. yeah I've always, I've always wanted to travel out West. I think that would be fun to go do that, but I always love to go to the beach. You know, anywhere I love the Gulf Shores area, the Gulf Coast in general. That's just kind of the white beaches with the pretty clear blue water. That's just where I like to go. Yeah, I got some kids that would agree with you, Jacob, there. But I'm, <laughs> I'm not the biggest beach person. <laughs> I think I'm too afraid of the ocean. I didn't say I wanted to be in it. I just like to be around to look <laughs> at it. And there's great oh, seafood <laughs> always around. I love some good seafood. I uh, got you. Yeah. How about you, Andrew? I'm going to agree with agree with those love the love the rockies and out west and all that um also though if i was going to just say overall north america destination i would say gulf coast those mm-hmm. beaches there 
I, I would agree with that. Just beautiful. And like Jacob, enjoy the seafood, just looking at the water, reading a book, sitting on the beach. That's a good time to relax and kind of get away. And so, yeah, always enjoy that. And then city, I would say would be Boston for me. Hmm. Just enjoy the, the history there and the kind of just the feel of the city. I've been there a couple of times and, and really enjoyed it. So, yeah. I've never been, but I want to go. Kim's a real history person. So she would love Boston and uh, we, oh, we're yeah. hoping to get there someday and, and go to the, the, the baseball stadium there. Fenway yes. Just, Fenway uh, is, Fenway is really yeah. cool. Yeah. And just the freedom trail as you walk around yeah. Boston there, okay. follow all the historically significant events. Yeah. So hopefully uh, I love, I love going to DC as well. So visiting DC, I've been there. I think I have, I think I was looking back. I've visited DC under every president since Clinton. So mm-hmm. I've got to make it now under Joe Biden. So like I said, I've been under every president since then. So gotcha. yeah, that was our 25th wedding anniversary. We went to DC and Kim loved it again. She's a history person. So a great city for that. So, yeah. Yeah. That's somewhere I have surprisingly not been. And yeah, definitely is on my list. I want to go, go enjoy it. Go see. Make sure you go to Mount Vernon. If you go to DC, yes. it's okay. uh, it's worth the trip just to even learn about George Washington and uh, what he's meant to our country. So be sure to do that. Right, sure will. So, as we said at the beginning, this is our one-year anniversary of the VC podcast, and it's hard to believe that it's been a year, or also hard to believe that it's been just a year. (laughs) (laughs) So, we could probably agree on both of those in different ways, depending on the moment or the day. And so, as we kind of look back at that, though, and think about what this podcast is about, we hope this is a time where we can share with you a little bit about what's going on at the church, but also just a little bit about who we are. And so Zach has been our primary host for the podcast over the last year. And he and I had a chance to sit down and talk last week about where the VC podcast has been in this first year and where it's going in season two. And he's out of the office this week. And so we wanted to get his input on those sorts of things. And so just check this out for a minute here. And then we'll be back to wrap up this week's episode with Scott and with Jacob. All right. I am joined here today on Zoom with the voice of the VC podcast, (laughs) the creator of the VC podcast, Zach Alexander. Zach, how are you today? Oh, I'm great. You honor me by uh, calling me the voice of the podcast. (laughs) Well, it is good good to talk with you today on this really almost like the eve of the anniversary of the VC podcast. It's hard to believe that it has been almost a year. So <laughs> I guess this is kind of like a mini version of the, of the podcast or maybe a bigger version yeah, of the podcast. I like to take a look back a little bit. I like jumping into time continuums like this. Like when people <laughs> hear this, it will be the anniversary of the podcast. Um, but no, that's super exciting. I'm I'm glad to be doing this, even though I won't be there for the actual podcast anniversary. Yeah, we couldn't have couldn't have a podcast anniversary without without you. So this way, you <laughs> still still get to be there with us. And so so yeah, let's just kind of just think it. If we looked back a little bit to this time last year and think about how the podcast got started and why and how that came about. Yeah, I mean, a year is a long time to really try to remember exactly how something happened. But as far as I can remember, 
we made the call um, one Sunday that we were going to be online only. Hey, we'll live stream the service at vcbc.org. We hate that we can't see you in person, but that's where we want our congregation to be to stay healthy. So we're online only. And then beyond that, the discussion was, well, this is going to have to actually be, you know, when we finally said, you know, most of society was saying, hey, we're going to go do online or we'll be shut down or whatever was happening. We were hopeful that that would just be a couple weeks, maybe tops or even some, you know, like a couple months at the max. And it's been a, like we said, it's been a year, but I think we jumped on the podcast immediately after that. We were like, well, if people are going to be at home and they can't come to church for anything, they can't be in the building. What can we do to, to bring the church to them? Um, you know, and the podcast itself, it's not a sermon, it's not a Bible study, but it is a way for, for us to stay connected to the people as a staff. I think that's been really the biggest positive to me, but yeah, getting started was, that was it. We had thought about doing a podcast a while before. And then we were like, no, we have to do it now because if, if, if we can't see our people on Sunday and shake hands and say, Hey, good to see you. The very least that we can do is talk about some randomness on the podcast. Yeah, the podcast is like our virtual handshake, I guess. Yeah. Saying hey to everybody. Letting, you know, just kind of letting everybody know what's going on at the church and kind of giving a little bit of yeah, a little bit of a connection there. And so yeah, that's how that got started was really, yeah, right at the beginning of of the pandemic, even today as we're talking, right? I'm thinking back exactly one year ago. <laughs> And what that was like, I was supposed to be on my way to the SEC tournament in Nashville Gosh. and did not get to do that. I haven't been to a basketball game since, which is That's kind, crazy. Of, kind of weird, but here we are. But yeah, I think over the last year, the podcast has been a good way for us, like you said, to stay connected. That was our hope, just to, you know, to yeah. stay connected with some of our church family, some of our church members, for them to be able to stay connected with us even when we weren't able to be together physically in the same place and so yeah that's been it's been one of the highlights of the last year in that way I think <laughs> just that I, we've been able to to have that connection I enjoy thoroughly all the all the benefits of the podcast mainly that I that we get to do it I talked about it on episode 51 how crazy is it that we just sit down at some mics and sometimes talk about like making sandwiches or the Sasquatch or something like that um, and then that's part of our job. That's part of us. You know, there's a little bit of an entertainment value to the podcast. And I think that's what's been fun to develop over the last year. Yeah. As we kind of think about that, I mean, what are some of the, what are your, some of the highlights for you of year one oh. of the VC podcast? Well, I can't express how hilarious it has been to, to try to host one of these, because I still say every podcast that I host, I'm like, I'm your host for today. And, you know, I've been host for like, what, 45 episodes or something like that? 40, you know. The the vast majority, Um, yeah. And I never wanted it to be a, hey, this is Zach Alexander featuring, you know, like, I'm not, by any means, I like to talk a lot, but I'm not the host. But looking back and being, and taking on that role has been just a huge highlight of my uh, career here at the church as far as like the media specialist, just to get to talk and interview almost in a certain way. But hands down, I couldn't pick a favorite moment. Maybe when uh, Holly got really angry about someone not needing mashed potato. I forget what it was. Something about her having to recook her whole holiday meal. That was a fun one. Anytime I ask you guys something and no one says anything, 
that's always just kind of like this embarrassingly funny moment. I love when that happens. Yeah, we just all have perfected the the awkward blank stare. Yeah. Or as you said, I will yeah. say, I yeah, the, the, it looks like you're going to speak in one second. Give me one more second. I will say something. Um, it didn't go over well. I don't think it was really a big episode for the podcast, but I, I bring it up all the time. I thought talking about the Sasquatch was amazing. It was probably my favorite thing, especially when Luke was, I think he had like two or three stories about it. Um, but no, talking about Bigfoot, just even that it's in the context of a church podcast and that we start first and foremost featuring, you know, what are we talking about during services? You know, what are we talking about in our sermons from the last week? What's coming up? It's always based first and foremost about what we're doing as a church to to dive into God's word and to, to as his people, what are we doing? And I think that's just the craziness of it. You start very serious by the end. You might be talking about, you know, the Sasquatch. Kind of the way we framed it, as you said, was, yeah, we cover some of the things that are key, things that are going on around the church, the messages that we're preaching and the, you know, events and announcements for things coming up, but then just leading that into a fun conversation, kind of like any conversation might go where you never really know where it's going to gonna wind up. As one of our uh, church members has said, the BC podcast is the mullet of podcasts, <laughs> business up front and party in the back. So, yeah. Yeah. And I think that's part of the entertainment value. You know, um, we are not as pastors and leaders of the church. We're not influencers. We are not here to be per personalities. We're not here to give a news report either though. So um, if we only ever came on the podcast and said, okay, last week's sermon was about this. This Sunday's is about this. Here are some announcements. See you later why would we do the podcast? And they could get all the inform information somewhere else. Right. So it's that, that next step being able to just say, hey, here's a little bit about who we are. And you don't get a full view of anyone. It's not like, well, yesterday I was talking with the wife about this. You know, there's <laughs> just, there's a little glimpse into our personalities. And sometimes we do, you know, it can get a little crazy just for the sake of the podcast. But it's been very strange and very cool. Yeah, it's, I've enjoyed it. So yeah, look, at, so that's a kind of a little bit of a look back at, the first year of the BC podcast, mm -hmm. some of the highlights as we kind of start, I guess, season two. I don't know if we're calling it season two, year two of the BC awesome. podcast. Just, we'll do whatever we want for a year. <laughs> yeah. So, what can we expect for season two? All right, season two. Uh, I know you've been thinking about this. I've been thinking about this a lot. I would love to get um, some of our community partners, some of our uh, missions leaders some of our even, you know, sister churches that are, you know, around the area to talk more about, like we said, that important stuff, the, the stuff that, you know, it's a lot of fun to be like, hey, what's your favorite sandwich or whatever. But to get, um, you know, ministry leaders and community partners in and part of this thing, um, th that's really what it's all about. Because, you know, to talk about those in depth, it's a platform that's a little different than the Sunday morning. You know, if you have a guest speaker on Sunday, they're limited. Um for time and format, but when you can just sit down and kind of be more conversational about it, I think that's really where people can get involved um, emotionally even. And so, you know, without, you know, diving too much into that, I'd love to see other people on the podcast um, because as entertaining as we are, as we've already discussed, yes, yes, um, very. it would, I think it would be great, especially featuring and focusing on the mission of Valley Creek to get other key individuals in that we believe align with that mission. 
Yeah, I love that and looking forward to that. Yeah, some of our local ministry partners and community partners and maybe some of our, even our global missions uh, partners, you know, that we might be able to engage with and to talk with about the ministry that they're doing so that we can continue to partner with them, know how to pray for them and how to serve alongside them, not just taking the gospel, you know, right here around us in E-Town, Hardin County, but also to the ends of the earth. That's where Jesus has sent us to make disciples. And so, yeah, I'm looking forward, looking forward to that kind of a new um, direction a little bit there for some of that and some new opportunities to, like you say, hear some, hear some different voices and also just to maybe be reminded, challenged, uh, encouraged to think about uh, the mission of God and what he's doing, not just here at Valley Creek, but um, more broadly, even in the world Mm -hmm. around us. Yeah. I'd like to talk less in season two. I say that I I talk so much. I'm fine with it. I love doing it. I love talking, especially about myself. Um, But that's my goal. That's my, my promise is that I'm working on it as the today's host host for today, but also the one that's frequently on there. I would love to grow as a host and just get it to where we are truly just interacting equally. You know, there's a whole lot of featuring other people on this thing versus me just like ranting about this or that. But yeah, I think, yeah, maybe we should try to look less awkwardly like we're about to talk at any given moment. So that (laughs) here's my goal, right? So the mullet is a great, it's a great feature. I think I'm going to think about that. We might even promote the podcast with that terminology, that, that verbiage, but I would love for the, the business up at the front to be just as enriching and, and just as entertaining. Let me, let me rephrase that. I would like for the business at the front to be just as entertaining as the party in the back. Yes. And I would like the party in the back to be just as enriching as the business in the front. Excellent. Yeah. All That'd around, be, I yeah. think the podcast has nowhere to go but up. Like, I feel like it. we're just we're starting at the ground floor. It's been a great year, and I feel like it's just going to get even better and more, um, more focused from here on out. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I just want to thank you, Zach, for, for jumping on here and joining me today for being a part of this anniversary episode of the VC podcast for all you've done to get this off the ground and to, to keep it going over this past year, as you said, a way that we can connect with our, our church family and even interact at times. So if you're, if you're listening to the podcast and have reactions to some of the things we're talking about, we always look forward to hearing from you on those as well. And so, yeah, thanks for joining me, Zach. And uh, talk to you later. Thanks for hosting. All right. Thanks for hanging out with us on the VC podcast today and over the past year. And thanks to Zach for taking time to humor my request for an interview last week as we sat down to do that and share about those ideas for what we might do on the podcast coming up. Um, As we wind up today, guys, kind of wind things down. Anything interesting happen over the past week that we need to talk about? Uh, I guess the most interesting thing happened to me is started doing some remodeling over at my daughter's uh, house. And so that's keeping me busy. And so, but it's fun. I enjoy doing that. I'd say the most interesting happened to me was my D group is now meeting there in their second week. And I got up before six o'clock in the morning on this week. And so that's not a usual thing for me. So. It's most interesting. Yeah, that is interesting for sure. But that's very good. That's good. Yeah. 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 
Yeah, and it's been exciting to see all the, all of our D groups starting to come together and uh, start meeting. And so, yeah, I'm really excited about that. Nothing too interesting for me. I've just been thankful for the warm weather. Had my first like outdoor, just sat out on the porch and ate dinner the other night for the first time this spring yeah. when it was like 70 degrees, just sitting there in the sun. And so that's a good feeling. Yeah, that reminds me, and I should have said this a while ago, that I took Juliet for her first ride on the four-wheeler this Ooh, week. Oh, yeah. Leather, so uh, I okay to get that out there. Hope, hope, hope Courtney knows she wasn't there. So I uh, <laughs> uh, hope I'm not letting out of the bag or she's not listening to this podcast. So <laughs> I promise you I drove really slow. It was very safe. So but <laughs> it was fun. <laughs> All right. Good stuff. Good stuff there. Good times. Good memories. All right, so let's uh, close in prayer as we always do. Jacob, I'll ask you to, you to close us. Uh, just be in prayer, especially this morning as we close for, or whenever you're listening to this, I don't guess it doesn't have to be morning for you, but for our, the Annie Armstrong Easter offering and for those sorts of things. All right, let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we just thank you for the, this church, Valley Creek, and what it means to the ministry that you've got. I'm thankful for the staff that we have. I'm thankful for the people of the church. God, as we're opening up the, the series and looking through the series of what faith is, and we look at what faith is, is forgiveness this week. God, may we examine our own lives and see where we need to forgive because we have been forgiven, God, and just continue to Bless the Annie Armstrong Easter offering. God, may it just touch the lives of the missionaries here in North America. And may we be faithful to give to it and just continue to do all the ministry things that you have planned through that offering, God. And it's your name I pray. Amen. Amen.